welcome to the third episode of the EGEA podcast. Today we will be talking about congresses, how to organize them, what's special about them, why we do have them in EGEA. And yeah, today we are four people in total from EGEA. Um, so I'm Malte from Osnabrück. Uh, with me as a host is Jakub from EGEA Prague. And then we've got two guests with us. We've got Stan from Warsaw and we've got Jenna from Malta. Hey. Hello. Hey. Hello. So, yes. Uh, Jakub, um, since we will be talking with our guests, um, do you want to introduce yourself? How are you today? Uh, yes, of course. Thank you for the nice introduction, Malta. And hello again, our listeners. Um, I'm all right. I hope everyone is all right. And uh, to introduce myself, I would say that I'm a little bit of Congress oldie because so far as I've been counting a while ago, I've been to almost 10 Congresses already, which is quite a number. My first Congress was the annual Congress uh, back in 2015, which was organized by Ija Utrecht. And out of these congresses, I have myself uh, co-organized two congresses, one Eastern Regional Congress back in 2017, and then uh, the annual congress in 2019. So I would say this pretty introduces myself. And now if I may ask our guests to introduce, them a to introduce themselves a little bit, Chana, would you mind? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, I'm uh, not as oldie as you are, Jakub, maybe, but I have, <laughs> I think my Congress count is now at six. I remember my first Congress was 2017 EMRC, actually, and uh, but I've been participating for most of them. I did actually organize uh, the Congress in Malta, at EMRC 2019, though. So that's as far as my experience goes with organizing congresses, organizing events. Then um, I do have more, but uh, events under my belt. But yeah, that's another story. Cool. Thanks. Yes, Dan, how about you? Uh, how's your congress count doing? Uh, yeah, I'm quite jealous <laughs> about your count, guys. Uh, it's not that bad. Uh, it's four. Uh, but let's start with my name. My name is Stan. I'm from EGEA Warsaw. Uh, so I've been to uh, four congresses and I co-organized one congress as well as China in 2019. So it was uh, Eastern Regional Congress. And I guess that's it. Yeah, I'm just looking forward for the next year congresses. I'm co-organizing right one, like right now a one. So it might be five. <laughs> Hope so. But yeah, that's me. Yeah, cool. Yeah, thanks for the introduction. Uh, yeah, so my Congress count is one so far. <laughs> so, oh. it's like, yes, it seems like I'm the newbie here. And uh, yeah, I made it to the annual Congress uh, 2019 in Prague, uh, Czechia. Um, yeah, so this is my only Congress experience. I'm currently the participant coordinator of the WSC 2022. Um, so together with EGR Osnabrück and Hanover, we will yeah, organize uh, the WSC. Um, yeah, we are currently still 
yeah, figuring out our program and the details. Um, yeah, but it's interesting. Interesting to see, um, yeah, what's what's coming next. And uh, maybe for all our listeners, um, since we've been talking about regional congresses and the annual congress, um, and since I've never been to a regional congress, um, yeah, maybe... Uh, Jakob, since you've got the most experience, can you describe the difference or, or why we have regional congresses besides the annual congress? Uh, of course, I will try to describe it quickly so that I don't talk uh, through the whole episode because there are actually quite a lot of differences, but hopefully I will sum it up well. Um, as EGIA itself is divided into regions, I would say that that is the main reason of having regional congresses because the regional congresses are basically a congress for a region, which means that mostly at a regional congress, you only meet people from that respective region. Um, just like at the annual congress, you have some official parts. You have, uh, you have the general assembly, for example, which is uh, official for the whole EGIA. Compared to that, at a regional congress, you have um, an official regional meeting, which is only uh, for that respective region. So basically, a regional congress, uh, and yes, they are a little bit smaller. So basically, a regional congress is event which is which is devoted to that respective region, Uh, which is usually five or four days long and uh, which kind of acts as a big meeting point for people from that respective region. Okay, and have you visited other regional congress that, congresses though? Uh, yes, uh, of course, it is possible to visit a regional congress from other region from other regions that Uh, you come from but uh, usually most of the places are reserved for entities from that respective region as it is their main meeting event and their meeting platform but yes you are perfectly right Malte uh, if there is place everyone can go to any congress there are organized within EGIA that year All right nice um Cool. Uh, Jenna, maybe since you've, I think, six uh, congresses, uh, or you've been to six so far, um, do you prefer regional congresses or like the annual congresses, though? Oof, tough question. <laughs> yeah, do you have a favorite there? <laughs> um, I do have, a, uh, I do favor smaller events just because it's, nice to in larger events as such as the animal congress usually it's really busy and there are so many things happening that you there are so many people also that you it's really difficult to catch up with everything but that's the nice thing about congress the animal congresses is that there's so much to do that you're always busy and you always have something to do um but with regional congresses it can get personal and it can make really good friends and really good connections and get to know about the regional uh, 
troubles or how they work in uh, in different regions because I've also been to other regional congresses um, apart from EMRC uh, that's the Euromed uh, regional congress um, and yeah they both have their pros and cons I guess but I think I do favor the the regional ones better okay nice uh, is it the same for you Stan or are you more for bigger experience event yeah once again a good question maybe before i answer i think it's nice to present regions to our our listeners because we have four um so we have eastern region um western region north and baltic and uh Iromat. so there are four different regions so especially for the ones like for the listeners that are not from EG, I think it's nice to explain. So it's more or less first like this. But coming back to your question, I think as I'll reply as Chana, I, I prefer regional congresses. I've been to three regional congresses and only an, one annual congress. And even if I like people, but uh, and I like I like a lot the AC, but there are like so many people and can be a bit overwhelming. Uh, even if uh, but still, it is so great because you can see all your EGF friends because there's like everyone. So they're like, sometimes there are people that you've been working the whole year. Uh, you've met at different events and almost everyone is there at the annual Congress. So this is like big advantage of this, this Congress. I have a question right for you, Malte. As you said, you went to your first Congress, which was the annual Congress. Do you think it was overwhelming or that there were too many people for you? Would you prefer the annual Congress uh, to be a little bit smaller? Or do you think that if you went first to a regional Congress that you would enjoy it more? Um, ooh, okay, interesting. <laughs> um, so if I think back to uh, the IC back in 2019 it was very nice to have so many people there to have the whole area for ourselves so uh for people who have been there there were like two or three houses even uh with like five stories or so four or five stories and it was completely for us um like yeah on a hillside um like a small hotel more or less with um like rooms to have seminars in and um the restaurant area with the bar and the dance floor and stuff and uh, i think it was very nice to have so many people because um you could always find someone to do yeah to cheer with to play with uh just like any random game or to just like have a chat with And this is what I really liked about this, that you could go somewhere and meet so many nice people that you haven't seen before, but everyone was so nice and friendly, just up for anything, uh, which I found very, very nice. Um, at the same time, though, I think there were many people that I haven't even talked to um, that seemed nice, um, that I met later on other events. And then we found out, oh, yeah, you were there too. I didn't see you. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's a bit... Uh, yeah, it's a shame that you just cannot talk to all the, how many were we? 250 people or something? 
if I remember correctly. Um, yes, there were 200 participants, uh, around 20 organizers, and then alumni and some other guests as well. So yeah. really a lot. Yeah, uh, it's a shame that you just cannot meet everyone. So I guess um, have it smaller um, would be very beneficial to like bond closer to people um but at the same time uh, after i think it was seven days as well after three or four days um i knew so many people that yeah um i could just go uh, talk to every time and so yeah coming back to your question uh, <laughs> i think for a start it was really really nice to meet so many people But I can also imagine after a while being in Egea, it's like nice to just like see your friends, maybe to have like smaller events. Um, uh, I guess I can only compare maybe in half a year when the uh, regional congresses are gone. Um, and I, yeah, I can maybe compare then how I found the like location as well. And um, yeah, right now I'm just looking forward to have the regional congress uh, here in Osnabrück. Um, yes, don't know if this is really, really the answer you were looking for, <laughs> but just uh, <laughs> think about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, maybe one question I have to all of you is how it is to be an organizer. How is it to be on the other side, not participating and um, taking part in all the activity, but organizing it and planning it and together with a team? Um, I don't know who wants to start who has something striking right now Stan <laughs> yeah so it, it is way different you're kind of like involved in this congress for months because organizing such an event is like taking a lot of time and it's a little like your baby <laughs> I, I'm, I don't have a baby, but <laughs> I'd imagine that they like take care of a lot, uh, but as well, it takes a lot of, of your free time. Uh, but like, for me, organizing a Congress is, it is just so thrilling, so exciting. It is also challenging. This is like super, like you don't really get it at, at uni, for example, really rarely at work that you are really into project really into like something that you're organizing that much and uh, for example yeah we were organizing this with other entity with EG Agnized back then so it was so nice to kind of meet those people uh, go to their place because it was organized in kind of their region and uh, their neighborhood so I got to know like people I would never had a chance to meet to work with uh, but as well I got to know like different region of my country And it was also like a privilege to show this region later on to participants. And uh, in my opinion, it was a good Congress. So I also, it was also really fulfilling that kind of our work paid off. And of course, there were some stuff that didn't work out, but in general, people really liked it. So this is super fulfilling experience and I would personally recommend it to, to all people. Uh, but yeah, that's just me. I'm super curious for you, Kuban, for you, Chana. Yeah, I can also say um, I 
don't remember honestly I don't remember much about the congresses because it was a year and a or half more a bit more than half a year of preparing for the congresses for the for our regional congress and then suddenly everything's happening in a week and you're barely sleeping and everything's uh, all the problems you tackle uh, um you can tackle them on the spot and there's just so much happening around you the, the people that came on purpose to see you and your country and you're you're trying to show everyone around and it's just happening in such a short amount of time and then everyone's gone <laughs> and you're kind of sad about it all and you also swear to yourself that you're not going to do it again but then you end up finding an excuse to do it again (laughs) or something similar to it it's uh it's honestly an amazing experience because so much there's so many so many things that are happening and I never had the experience of uh, well I had um, organized two other events before but they were in such a smaller scale um, then suddenly have to be taken care of 80 people possible police complaints and uh, stop breaking in the hotel and stuff like that it's um it's something else <laughs> it's definitely something else right uh what were your positions were you both um oh, yeah. organizers yeah i was a main organizer for for emrc 19 yeah all right you two stem no no i was um i was the day program coordinator but i was also responsible um for one excursion that was leading i was also responsible partly for contact with our partners and sponsors like some for fundraising uh yeah and also i was the one who came up with the team and the topic for the whole congress but i was not the main organizer but yeah that was that was me back then (laughs) yeah all right um kuba what you or do you agree is it like very stressful but relieving and sad at the same time it's over yes definitely um i would say that if you are organizing a congress that it that you can kind of divide the whole time period into three phases uh the first one would be the planning and preparation one which is probably the most boring one but also the the one during which you learn a lot and during which you get and obtain a lot of experience, a lot of skills. Then there is the second phase, which is when the Congress is going on, which is uh, probably the most rewarding one. And basically, if I, if I would judge from my experience, it's really this uh, almost a week during which you feel like if you were completely high you are you are really enjoying the congress because if uh, everything around you is uh, going on the congress is happening all this time all this approximately a year of hard work of preparations and planning the big thing is current is is finally going on and if you see all the happy faces of the participants if they stop you chat with you ask how you were if if you're all right, if you slept, if you if you enjoyed, and if you see that they are enjoying, that's really the most re- that's the best reward that you can that you can get, which which kind of leads to a third phase, which is um, when the congress is over, when 
when you start feeling really sad that the Congress is over, uh, you are relieved as well that it is over because that mostly means um, no more work, no more sleepless nights, no more um, no more nights during which you have to stay awake and sit uh, at the info point. But as well, you are feeling sad because it means that uh, you won't have organizing meetings that you won't uh, spend that you won't spend the nights and the day with your EGR fellows, and that's yes, that feels really sad. So that would make the people to be active in EGI again and to do a next congress a few years later if they can. Yeah, cool. Um, when you mentioned the second phase, um, uh, yeah, I remember from the AC that I also enjoyed talking to all the helping hands and people there that organized it. And, um, it was somehow it was very nice because they were so motivated and like, so happy to like have like us participants there. Um, but at the same time, like from this organizing perspective, um, did you find it very hard to keep the people motivated? Also, like your helping hands and all the other like people in charge, uh, like was it hard to keep them motivated throughout the uh, congress, or was it like like th did they do it themselves? Were they always like happy and up for it? Um, yeah, it was a bit of a problem for us because not a lot of the organizers and helping hands had been to a congress or regional congress ever or even event so some of them were actually complete newbies and they did not especially during the plan the phase one as Jakub was saying um it was difficult to try and keep them keep everyone sort of looking towards that goal where you're going to have this week of Uh, everyone just being happy around you and you're just going to be enjoying the event and it will be super fun and everything so that was pretty difficult to keep people motivated for but I I believe that the um, event itself was a very good thing in the end especially for some of the newbies in uh, Malta because some of them actually kept being became much more motivated and wanted to attend their own congresses then and it was a good starting point for some so yeah it is uh, it is weird to try and not weird it's difficult to try and keep motivation especially when there's so much going on and everyone's so inexperienced and they're trying to learn on the job and on the spot um but As everyone has already said, it's pretty rewarding in the end when you look back and you you see that in this half year, you basically managed to pull off such a big event um, for so many people that will remember you whenever you, they see you again around Europe, basically. Uh, was it the same with you, Stan? Or did you have any challenges there? So in the first phase, I think what helped us to keep the motivation within the team uh, were, were like regular regular live meetings. Of course, you can do some stuff online, but it was so nice to go to the location, to actually see the place where the event is going to happen, to see the surroundings, just go for a trip together, just bond together, work together. But on the other hand as well, 
uh, see the area that was really connecting us and helped us a lot during the event because we knew each other. We knew that we can rely on one on another. So this was super helpful. And during the event, as Kuba said, like people, like the organ thing is so hyped and we like, there's like a lot of people coming, it's happening. I mean, I've, it's actually a good question because I didn't, haven't thought of like motivating our orga team or like our helping hands because like it was like things were happening. We had, I think, quite well designed schedule of work. So every person had kind of the shifts. So like you had to go there and help with the excursion and the other person had to go to the info point. So everyone kind of knew what to do. So it was not like it was a mess, but we kind of knew what like what we had to do as well in the morning we're regularly some like eating a breakfast together so there was kind of like okay what's happening if there are any problems what we can do and the rest was just flow and as our congress was had this hashtag go with the flow we actually actually <laughs> use this one in practice and yeah. i also wanted to to say something before we go maybe to the next question because i remember kuba uh, i think it was kind of like 3 a.m or like 2 a.m i was dancing like the dance floor i was like super tired <laughs> because you know like as kuba said like sleepless night it was so great but there are like this there are those like you get to this stage when you're like super tired and just you want to hug your pillow and cry like it's it's kind of both like super fulfilling but it's also super demanding to your body and to your like character personality and then like kuba had seen me like super tired and like i don't know if i remember what you said kuba but i, I remember but he, like Kuba said, like, come on, Stan, like, enjoy it to the fullest still. Like, you'll sleep after the event is over, still have fun. <laughs> I was like, okay. And then I party for like a few more hours because I knew, like, yeah, like, I would be super tired, but we had things covered. So, kind of things were going like as we planned. So, there was as well some place for like letting go, for partying, for enjoying the, like the event that we, been working for months so yeah i just wanted to i don't know if you remember but i was i'm curious if you remember this one um to be honest i don't remember this very moment nor i would be able to quote what i said <laughs> i'm pretty I, I remember you from the congress but i'm pretty sure that we talked that, that that we talked during a party that we partied together but this very moment Sadly not, but I definitely remember the philosophy and I will keep remembering <laughs> until the end of my life because yes, it's true. And I would say it's to every Congress organizer with which I would be partying at their Congress. Yeah, nice. Um, there's one philosophy I learned pretty quick uh, when I started going to EGA events. It's the sleep in your own country thing. Yes, like, or yes. you can sleep in your own country. So get your ass up, go to the dance floor, go somewhere and make the best out of it. And I just love it because, yeah, it's just this, like, from all the events I've been to, it's literally, like, also so good things, so many weird but awesome great things just happen, I don't know, two o'clock at night, you sit there with, like, five strangers you just met like five hours before maybe and you just have the best evening uh like in a whole while so um yeah this is this is one thing um i i learned pretty quickly yes then yeah like i also agree 
Yeah, and it's definitely was a smart advice from Cuba. But I I think we don't have to scare people. Like this is like, yeah, like <laughs> you're not obliged to party all the time. I mean, it's also nice to like to let people know that I mean, if you feel super tired or just you need a nap or yeah. like you want to go like alone to like for a trip or like like you can as well like it's it's your congress like no one can really tell you what you're going to do and if you feel like you need a longer sleep then you know you know take take to this decision but if you feel like you still have the energy and uh it's just like yeah you need maybe a little bit of break but then there's still a party then join join i guess this is important to say like there's there's no that you have to party but it's like yeah make the best out of it and for each version there will be just different uh definition yeah. maybe something i can also add is um the participants know what's happening if they see you stressed if they see you panicking if they see you crying and sad then the participants will probably not um sort of get the the it, it's nice to, it, it, when they see that you're enjoying yourself the participants will also enjoy themselves and you will also enjoy it when when you see everyone that's enjoy, enjoying themselves around you of course definitely there are moments when you want to cry and there's moments when you want a moment alone in a room dark room with no one around you and just mm-hmm. safe space <laughs> but you are able to do that it's just that it's great you all, all have your spaces and it's completely fine yeah nice cool yes uh okay so besides um of this awesome sphere of energy and um meeting all new people and stuff one thing i do remember from the annual congress 2019 is definitely the excursions um so i went on the bunker military excursion where we went to uh, I think it was close to the German border somewhere um, where they had kilometers of tunnels ready to fire more or less um, and these are things I, I would have never went to if I had not been on the Congress and it's like um, I always yeah, think back and think that's this so impressive that something like this also happens on congresses so like the the experience you have there um and now like looking forward to the uh wrc that we are organizing here um we just had a meeting last week and we also talked about possible excursions and um spoiler we don't have like (laughs) bankers here (laughs) but uh like the the range uh from the ideas that we have is so huge and uh yeah i don't want to go too deep into it uh to still surprise you um but it seems that yeah we we've we've got so many ideas and, and we have to really pick uh which ideas we will go for um yeah maybe stan maybe from your perspective um you said you uh led one excursion on the um congress um yeah can you maybe say how it worked on your congress how did you decide and um maybe also 
um, an excursion that you found very impressing on a congress you've been to? Yeah, lot of questions. Thanks for the intro your introduction. It's like also nice to get something from <laughs> from the congresses that like are going to happen. But yes, um, so starting with my trip, um, so the the congress that I was organizing uh, happened in Gdansk. That's kind of uh, the biggest city in in the north of Poland. It's by the Baltic Sea. Um, so there was there is this peninsula called called Hell Peninsula. Uh, which is a super nice place for windsurfing, kite surfing, summer vacations, just super nice place. Um, and the last time before Congress, I was there when I was like, I don't know, five or seven. Like <laughs> we had friends just there and we went to this place, but it was a long time. I haven't been to places where the excursion was taking place. So what I did was like three or four weeks before the Congress, I went there on my own. It's kind of like, just like, Uh, yeah, lonely trip. Uh, <laughs> and then I just visited the places that we were about to visit later on because I couldn't get lost at the excursion that I was helping to organize. It was not only me because the girls were, were the worship leaders, but I was kind of like, okay, Stan, do the research, go over there, ask people, like, <laughs> you, you know, get them up or something. So I, it was super nice as well for me as an experience to prepare something like this. Because I wanted to be, to be like this to be fun, but I didn't want to add too much stuff. I wanted to tell interesting stuff, but like not too much. Um, in the end, it went okay. Uh, I think it even was super nice that at least what people were saying. Um, it was a great addition to the workshop because it was a workshop about um, touristy places, touristy uh, like cities. Um, outside of the like high season like the touristy season so like what, how do they work like what, how's the people lives there so it, because the congress was taking place uh, um in april so um so yes we've been to the like seal place when you could see like feed seals and everyone I, i'm the biggest fan of seals like <laughs> really like, dogs are fine but the seals like <laughs> 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 and there was also my friend that she was helping with this you know, this discussion we're like <gasps> we're super, super like anyway so there was seals it was just like nice old town so like church um there was there was a beach it was also you, you mentioned bunkers like this is kind of the northern part of poland and there there were as well some military areas so we got to like those kind of bunkers we did kind of urbex and i remember there was this like I don't know how you call this in in English, but there was uh, there was a cannon that you could actually kind of move. Oh yeah. And then we just I didn't know like we just went there randomly because I knew there were like some like bunkers there, and we kind of found this place and people were just playing with this and and they enjoyed it this a lot. But it was also super cool. Maybe just to finish because uh, yeah, it's a long story. Yeah, on this day it was like in the in the morning it was kind of like kind of rainy, like not the best weather. Then there was some sun. Then it snowed and then kind of became like hotter once again and it all mel melted <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> we were like what the hell is going on yeah. this is super crazy but yeah all in all it was in my opinion a nice excursion um it, so it is also nice to show some places to, to the others and uh yeah i guess if you if you're in like north of poland definitely it's a place to to visit Uh, kind of like Hell Peninsula, nice place. Cool. And I think maybe Chana can tell about her experience with, with excursions because 
mine was long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I was actually also leading uh, actually two excursions. Uh, let me explain. Because we in in uh, our uh, Congress, we had the recreational excursions and then also the scientific excursions that were related to the workshops so I was uh, kind of leading leading just leading the excursion I wasn't leading a workshop but I was leading one scientific uh, uh, excursion and then also a recreational excursion Um, with the scientific excursion they were really cool because I actually went to a place this is hard to believe Malta's not very big Mm -hmm. but I actually went somewhere where I had never been before and I was really impressed and, and surprised that this tiny, small spot that I had never uh, even bothered to go to before because it was really cool. And uh, we did get lost during that excursion, but it ended up being a nice getting lost thing. You know, geographers never are lost. They, they explore, yeah. basically. We always find a way of enjoying ourselves. So that was cool. But I remember that um, the thing I, I kind of, I I not regret the most, but something that I, I found very curious is that during the recreational excursions, for example, um, we tried to divide them into uh, a hard hike, an easy hike. Um, then there's a cultural experience sort of, and then a relaxed um, excursion where people, because the previous day was a heavy partying day, then they could all just sit on a beach and do nothing sort of uh, excursion. <laughs> um, I remember that we had tried to hit everything in Malta. So it's also ex- exciting for the organizers as well that they would be going on these hikes and missing um, all these things and e- explaining all of this stuff to people that have never been to our island. But I remember that I was I was in such a busy mood, like, yes, this is where we're going and this is how, this is this and this is that and this is that. that I kind of forgot to really enjoy the the space, the, the, ex, the excursion itself. And I remember at one point um, we were on uh, the top of the highest point of Malta, for example, during my excursion. And I was with all of these cool people and we were looking out on, on the landscape and it was really beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, this is really nice. It's a nice feeling being surrounded by all of these cool people. And I'm just showing all of these people my home, basically. it's It oh. was a really cool experience. And uh, that this is something uh, <laughs> I I like doing this now, especially when when a lot of people come to Malta and they know me and they're like, hey, uh, should we meet up? Then I, I I know exactly where to sh- where to go with them and where to show them because it, it's uh, it's cool to sort of show what you know to other people and then they can also learn from you. Yeah. Oh so, yeah. Um, I've got a question. I'm curious about you said. So you grew up on Malta and you said you got lost on Malta? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. There is a part of Malta that's the south that I um, I think I am quite familiar with, but somehow there's always these small streets that um, confuse me. And I know that we do have Google Maps nowadays and I should know better, but uh, <laughs> something <Yeah>. happened. <laughs> Nice. Anyway, it was it was still cool. We, I I still ended up uh, finding a, a place that I did want to explore eventually in my life. So <laughs> it was a win win <laughs> situation. Nice, um, but you're currently not on Malta. Like, no. Yeah. Um, do you miss it then? Like when you or since you enjoy 
showing people your home and um yeah do you miss it Oof, yeah <laughs> now that I, now that I'm also saying the story like when we're on this lands the beautiful landscape and everything like yeah it's about time I think I feel like going to the beach again and <laughs> <Right. laughs> some nice. of my favorite spaces but uh, yeah I do I do and it's it's still something that um, I get frequently asked like people that go to Malta hey are you there and uh, I, I think now I just found it easier to sort of just give them a list of all the places that I usually visit with them. And I'm, I'm always very nostalgic about all of these places I'm, I'm missing out of while I'm here. But hey, hey uh, I, I'm currently in Leuven, um, in Belgium, and it's still pretty amazing. And I'm actually also ending up being a tour guide here to show people and stuff over here. So it works. <laughs> That was that was a nice promotion, Shana, of Leuven. <laughs> Probably <laughs> when Leuven will be organizing a congress, or if they will be organizing a congress soon, you could lead an excursion there, right? Well, <laughs> we are going to be organizing an event soon in uh, near for near, so <laughs> maybe <laughs> something can happen there. <laughs> All right, but uh, everything is being planned right now, so <laughs> more information about that soon. <laughs> oh yes, let's stay motivated to come to Leuven. <laughs> yes, yes. It will be very right. Cool. Uh, you both seem that you enjoyed uh, your excursions which you were leading. Would you say it was the part of the Congress which you enjoyed the most? Or would you say for you as an organizer that there was some other program part which was the best for you? That the one that you enjoyed the most? Oh, yeah. I mean, I can... Sometimes like those small things are the coolest, like their excursions as part of the Congress. They're like super crazy, like parties. Um, I don't know, like some trainings, cool workshops. But I think what I kept from the Congress, that was kind of the last night. So on the other hand, like the, the saddest because, you know, it's the end. But the other, the other hand, like you are really like a family with the people over there. You know each other, you know each other's names. And uh, there was my shift at the info point, like info point for the people that know, don't know, like it's quite self-explanatory, but this is just like a place where we keep like the documents, the program, like there's always like some scissors, like paper, like everything that could be potentially needed during the Congress. Um, and of course, when somebody's lost or don't know what's happening, you can always, always go over there. But it was my shift. And uh, at some point, of course, it was like 2 a.m. or something. Uh, then there were like less people or no no one like was there. But there was me and then the other two girls, I think, helping me out. And then we kind of like start playing music. We had our own, you know, small party. And then like there were more people coming, more people coming. And actually, like we ended up having like super cool party at the info point. And there, were, there was some kind of like karaoke going on. And we, I, I kind of end up this party at six because that was actually the end of my shift. I was like, so there was a great party. <laughs> <laughs> and we also had like in the morning we had as well, because it was already like, uh, yeah, it was like 6 a.m. So there was like, yeah, we could, we decided like super tired. We decided to go for a walk because the beach was right by. It's not Malta, <laughs> but we also have beach. It also can be really beautiful. So in the morning, we were just like super tired. But and it was just still just like those, like it was sort of more like of a big talk than a small talk. 
about life and then like seeing like the waves and the sea and kind of like summing up and kind of processing what happened throughout those five crazy days so for, for me like there's no like favorite point like sometimes there's just like people that are there there's this like vibe and this is something that i remember from the congress so but yeah i mean i'm super curious for the rest of, of you yeah nice um so we've talked about some parts of the congress so um you uh, or all of you mentioned uh the excursions or we've been just talking about the excursions um and Stan you just mentioned the trainings uh which are also part of um congresses um Jana um do you remember what trainings uh you had on your congresses hmm. so this was <laughs> two years ago I think I uh, wasn't the di the person directly involved in these but I know that's uh one of my uh my fellow organizers um, took very good care of all of the scientific parts, but we had four topics. Um, I can't remember the names of the topics to be off, off, off the top of my head, but I remember that most of the topics were involved. Uh, the, we tried the central topic for, for the Congress was island life. And we wanted to show all of the people that are not from an island what it means to live on an island, not just from the point of view as a tourist or as a local inhabitant, but also biodiversity-wise or history-wise or so. And so we tried to make it as uh, um, informative and a teachable moment for everyone, while also trying to... Um, get information out of these workshops and also presented to the local community. For example, we had contacted uh, local councils. Uh, for example, one of the um, workshops was to map uh, certain features along uh, cliff, uh, cliff face, uh, an area basically, and to map certain features along this area. And then we could present this map to the local council that it uh, belongs to. And they could make use of this information for further studies or for um, an investigation or so. Um, we also did that with uh, uh, coastal dunes, for example, to see. Uh, I'm, I can't get into more detail about this because honestly, I forgot most of the yeah, details. But I know that we had professors that had also gotten involved um, to find uh, to sort of help us out with the data collection and to present it also to the local councils or the schools or to whoever. Basically, um, we tried to connect this as much as possible so that the scientific findings that we got out of the Congress, we could um, present it to our local community. So everyone basically won something out of this, yeah. not just us. Nice. Uh, I think it's very impressive that just, um, I mean, we were talking about the purpose of a Congress before, that it's mainly to organize EGEA and the, the organization itself, but uh, it sounds very impressive that with the scientific input, we we as EGEA as, uh, as a whole also generate like output that can be used by others. Um Uh, like Stan and Jakob, um, did you experience something like this as well, or is it just like 
was it only the Congress in, in Malta, Jakub? Uh, yes, uh, we did it at our Congress as well. And to be honest, the the Congress, as Chana was talking about the Malta one, um, they inspired us to do this. So uh, I wouldn't say that we copied them, but we took them as our uh, we took them as an example. And uh, yes, for example, as she said, that they invited the university professors or some uh, some people from from Praxis to lead the trainings, the workshops, to help them collect data, to give more science and more input to the groups, to the workshops. Um, we had the same the same structure. Uh, she was talking as well about scientific excursions, which we had as well. And as she said, uh, sharing the outcome of Congress workshops with local communities, with local stakeholders, that's really, I would say that's the best that can happen to to a Congress from a scientific point of view, that it really is worth something that the that the local area that the local area gets kind of gets something in reward for hosting a congress. That's that that's that's really a purpose of having a congress. I would say. Okay, so uh, what you say that the scientific output is more important to generate than uh, to have the. Um, like general assembly or something like like would you put the focus more on the scientific output then if you would organize another congress depends on the stakeholders of course and maybe now it's the scientific part of me talking because for hmm. for the two congresses which i co-organized i was a scientific coordinator so i was always the science yeah. guy and i was hmm. always aware more of the science than than participants emails as you are malte for example yeah but uh, <laughs> for, for the community yes for egia not obviously for egia the most important thing is that people meet that egians meets and um, if it is an annual congress obviously the most important thing uh, for egia is that uh, there is a ga But for the community, for the community, for the local area where the congress is hosted, I would say that the science is pretty important. And it's uh, from my point of view and from my experience, um, it is one of the most valuable things that the area can get from from us, from EGIA organizing a congress there. But of course. For EGIA, science is definitely not the main, main, main and the only outcome of organizing a congress. Yeah, all right. But yeah, if I think about this now, to have like roughly 200 people from all over Europe that have a scientific background come together, yeah, it makes sense that they create something that can be used later and... Um, I, I don't know why I didn't think about this before, but yeah, it makes sense to have them create something and innovative maybe. And um, yeah, uh, maybe it's because I haven't been to many, but now I'm like very curious about other um, congresses and yeah, would just like to con contribute to something like this. Um, 
and um yeah push these ideas and facts and whatever um yeah stan did you experience something like this as well um did you... um, yeah. i think we all did because we also had similar approaches uh as egml we also had uh yeah like scientific program that was related to excursions so we had like a workshop and then scientific excursions so for example it was topic about um yeah like cities that were uh like cities touristy cities not not during the uh the, the touristy season or, or or time and then we went to to such a place and then it was kind of like case study and then we could come up with some solutions yeah so it was also our idea uh, as we are there but we also tried to combine them like on one hand of course we were doing this where my sometimes we're asking people for, for some more information or just like taking photos that we're, we were later using on but it was also a chance to discover the area uh just which is also fun and not not only for a scientific purpose but what i wanted to add to what you were saying uh, and to what kuba mentioned about the the general assembly, the regional meetings that are really part of the um, regional congresses. That is like, we're talking right now from the Congress organizer perspective, but for like the more administrative part, uh, there are just different people responsible for. So for example, for the GA, of course, Congress organizer, they have to prepare the room. They have to like have the presentation, like arranged place, but It's the, in our case, board of PGA to take care of the general assembly. And for the regional meetings, um, it's respect to uh, like, yeah, the regional teams. So it's a bit different approach. And then I think that's why like Congress organizers, because they kind of can't influence those like administrative meet- meetings, they will, would like to add something, like add value to, to the event. And that's why there is always something extra Like including the scientific program as we discussed briefly before. Uh. Something small I also wanted to add is the the sorry some, the scientific uh, part is also very important for the Aegeans, um, also because they they actually the it's imagine this the Congress is basically a clash of cultures, so basically the scientific part is going to be. A lot of input of different science uh, aspects around Europe, sort of how these these things are done in different areas around the world, basically. And there's no better way to discuss things um, rather than during a scientific sort of event. I know the, that the scientific part is not the main point of a regional congress or an annual congress, but it's also very important, especially for future congress organizers, because they're also kind of breaks for people who are um, doing administrative work like uh, a regional assembly uh, sorry general assembly and the regional um, meeting yeah and uh, so it's sort of a creative breaks where where people can let go and discuss and talk and bounce off ideas etc so for future organizers <laughs> and another point for future org- organizers is uh, the time frame the time frame of a congress which differs quite a lot compared to when you are a participant of a congress because if you are a participant then you 
then the Congress kind of starts for you only a few months before the Congress itself, when you register for the Congress. Um, how different is this perspective for a Congress organizer or how different uh, was it for you guys when you were organizing your regional Congresses? Uh, have you started thinking about it or preparing your Congress a year in advance or more than a year or would you say it was less? Yeah, like at first I thought it was a statement. I was like, oh, that's a really interesting statement. And then it turns out to be a question. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, like that, what, what you said, it's, it's totally sure. Like uh, if you're a participant, it's completely different. If you, for example, are involved in the scientific program, it can be kind of more because if you're like a workshop leader, you have to do the research. There's like you're in contact with uh, some experts or with the orga team. So it kind of like you get involved a bit earlier but yeah if you're just a participant it just you get get like register get an email pay buy tickets or and, and just come and enjoy and then after the, the event is over of course you can still continue on partying and discovering the area but yeah you come to, to your place and you rest but for congress organizers uh, is as as you said it's it's kind of around the year before the event take place when you start working on it because Firstly, there is an open call. So EGIA invites every entity uh, from the region to organize a Congress. And then, of course, yeah, there are more active entities that have enough resources, enough people to just give it a shot. And then um, with this, you create an application, including like potential scientific program, excursions, um, ideas for the for the party as well. There's always a main topic that kind of like bonds the the whole um, the whole event. Uh, so then you have to prepare it. It's regularly yeah, kind of a year before the event like the event starts. And then there's a voting if there are more applications in in like in one region. So you have to win the elections if there are more applicants. And then the yeah the preparation starts. You have to kind of like the uh, get the agreement with the accommodation, then uh, start fundraising, and then work continues with like different different aspects. And then there is Congress, and there is like yeah, as you said, not a lot of sleeping during intense time, but it is not over <laughs> for Congress organizers because there is always something that you supposed to do and you have to do after it's finished, like create the certificates send like an email saying like, hey guys, thanks for coming, organize photos. Um, yeah, do that like, yeah, this, like um, finance report uh, and kind of few other stuff that you have to still have an eye after the event is finished. It's also like, at least for us, we, after the organizing the event, we have still live meetings firstly to just finish some stuff because it's easier when we are there and like we're working and doing like all those financial stuff it is very important but from my perspective it's not the coolest thing you have you can do in EGIA but this is important so it's kind of easier when there are people and you're again like okay let's do it financial report done <laughs> and <laughs> it's a bit easier uh, and then we kind of like kept on still having like uh, live meetings but it was more because we liked each other than really we had to do a lot of work so as you said this is kind of really long experience 
so before you take the decision, it's I think it's nice to know. But on the other hand, I would I don't regret it never like taking the decision to help with the with the Congress. So if you feel like uh this is your thing, then just go with the flow. Um one thing um I really want to know from you is if there's something that really surprised you, like from uh, maybe the organizing perspective, um, when you planned the whole Congress, um, then was suddenly was there and was there something that you had absolutely no idea of or that really surprised you maybe was emotionally or... Um, Uh, yeah, something that nobody told you before, uh, or did everything just work out <laughs> as you, as you uh, thought it would? Um, yeah, Jakub, is it something you experienced? Uh, yes, definitely. I have one thing to say which surprised me completely, and um, it is partly. Uh, I mean, I mean, as I mentioned already, uh, we invited some of uh, the faculty staff and some professors to come to the Congress uh, to help with uh, the seminars and with the lectures. And uh, obviously some of these stayed because the Congress was uh, in, in a quite a remote location. And if they went there for one afternoon or some of them for the whole day or for even two days to, to give the lectures, then obviously they didn't want uh, to travel to Prague. So they stayed and I was super surprised Uh, but it, it, it was it was uh, really pleasant to see this that uh, they stayed with Egeans. They stayed with us um, through the whole evening. They joined the party. They drank beer. They chatted with uh, with with us as, as organizers, but with participants as well. And I've heard uh, from both sides, from the participants as well, but uh, also from the uh, from the faculty staff. Uh, how surprised they were about the, the Congress, about the participants and how much they enjoyed, which was super surprising for me to hear. But uh, it was a great pleasure for me as well. And it was a big compliment for, uh, it was a big compliment to all EGNs, to all Congress participants that even the scientists who came there to be a guest, to give a lecture, that even they felt like part of EGR. Oh, nice. Do we have uh, GIA professors section now as well? Then, <laughs> or should we maybe <laughs> that one? <laughs> yeah, Jana um, yeah, and Stan, do you have uh, other surprises um, that you want to share? Yeah, so it's it's like we had some fuck ups. One of those was kind of a big thing. There were like three or four. But the biggest one is that we were applying for funding from our uni and everything seems all right. But there were just some administrative stuff that didn't work out as planned. Like some, we didn't handle like the like the, the documents that were expected. I, I, I was not involved, so I don't know exactly. But just before the Congress, we kind of got the information that, hey guys, like the biggest funding you're getting from the uni, that was kind of like, two and a half grants in euros like you might actually not get it because something didn't break out with your application and we're like what <laughs> oh, no. i mean 
And we were like, it was super stressful because during the Congress, we kind of like, uh, we kind of were like super, super afraid that like we wouldn't have enough money for to pay like for everything for like the for a hotel and for transport for yeah for for everything and uh it turns out at one of the sessions there was like a debate also part of the congress that we had and then there were like we got the information confirmation that we would receive the money and it's like everything worked out at the end but this was super stressful so uh, we just got inf- like information like ha- kind of halfway to Congress and we're super relieved that <laughs> we actually, um, yeah, we actually got the money. And maybe the second thing is that um, we talked about this during our first episode when we talked about uh, Skatia. This is like the song, if you haven't heard about this, this song, like um, the Skatia Makik, yeah, ein photo from Gebrudesko. Um, this is a super well-known song in Nigeria. Yes. Uh, this is super part of big part of EGA congresses like the party and then the, the like super like EGA songs that are like, super famous among EGNs and everyone know how to dance to them this is one of those and this one is well known for um for this that you dance like to the song with the chairs like there's this like crazy stuff that's that's happening this can be surprising and we were in the hotel and this was kind of like so, sorry, yeah. can you can you explain for all the people that cannot see us? <laughs> but yes, just, yes, like what you what you mean by the I'm, crazy chair thing happens? <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, just I don't know where are you listening to this podcast, but uh, just imagine the place where you know where is a chair, and there is like this this moment in a song that like everyone gets the nearest chair above their head, and then just like start smashing like others' chairs. <laughs> and yeah, this is this is this is just this super cool song uh, that I got like got to know thanks to Igia. Anyway, so there was we wanted really to play this at on at, at at night, but our place was super fancy for Igia event. Like comparing to other places, this was like super nice three star hotel, like view on the sea, like super nice beds. Like we were like super surprised. Um, but anyway, so. So this place was quite fancy for an EGN event. And we were like, okay, maybe not. We're like a bit afraid. And then there was a guy, like a manager, saying hi from once again from us. He's like, okay, come on, let's just just go for it. And then like we just did it anyways. And this like kind of like place where the party was taking place. He didn't mind that much. And he was like, oh, damn, oh, damn. Oh. <laughs> and like, it was also like, like what surprised me was like the reaction from, from the stuff from the hotel because they were like okay there was a party but nothing got like destroyed stolen there was just no like nothing happened it was like of course they were having more work but they could see as we really feel the atmosphere of the whole congress it was the hotel was quite small so like everyone was kind of together so they actually were like oh damn and they're like making photos with us and the manager took place, like, took photo with all girls from our orga team. Like, he was, like, super, super into, like, uh, like us as the organizers. So, yeah, I think this this was surprising. I didn't expect this from from hotel to be, um, yeah. that the stuff is so friendly and so helpful. How did they look when they looked at you with all the chairs on the top of your head? Were they really concerned or did they just join or something? <laughs> they didn't, I guess. <laughs> but I think they, they felt like they wanted. <laughs> but I mean, uh, yeah, they were just like super happy. They were feeling the atmosphere. And then they were like, 
yeah, I think that's why you, you kind of work in such places to experience something that's kind of unique for for the moment. And of course, like this place was quite fancy, so I can imagine that they had many conferences, kind of like trainings, like all those all those things. But they said they never had an experience like this, like uh, in in their like career in, in in this this hotel. That this group was super nice, and nothing happened. And uh, I think there wouldn't be a problem for us to ask for the recommendation. Uh, so yeah, that's that's it. All right. Nice. Um, to all the listeners that want to hear more about the, I quote Stan now, unique moment <laughs> with the song. Um, yeah, I think our first episode is about the song. Um, so if you haven't uh, heard it, give it a go. Um, yeah, Jana, um, was there something surprising for you as well uh, that you want to talk about? Um, yeah, this is pretty, I don't know. I'm not really sure there was a moment where I was very surprised. I think as Stan perfectly said, uh, I completely agree with the two points he had experienced during his Congress. I also experienced during mine. Um, so the surprise at how things, even if things are going bad, you somehow figure out a way of getting out of it and you're really I was always surprised also with my team members like how did we get out of the situation <laughs> it's like we we at one point we miscalculated I don't think we miscalculated I think the hotel itself uh, miscalculated for us the number of beds and somehow we ended up with less beds And we were like, okay, we have a very big problem. We need to find a solution to this. Sure. But somehow we found a bed. Um, I think someone donated it or so, and we just got it uh, from a random place. And I mean, it, I was always really surprised. We had so many of these um, uh, instances, like how did we pull this off? <laughs> that I, I'm really amazed that also the team's sort of effort and the, also the participants' um, cooperation with us. So they were all really um, happy to help with if there is a problem, for example, if something is delayed during the program or so, or I don't know if we're running out of beer or, or something. People, okay, that would have been bad. I don't think that actually happened, but um, people were actually very nice uh, co cooperating with us and I, I liked how I was very surprised and I liked how everything actually worked out in the end and also the second thing that really surprised me was the cooperation from the venue itself um, sort of these guys they they never had to deal with um, the fire alarm going off and the police phoning them that there's too much uh, noise uh, noise complaints of people playing football outside at two or three in the morning and uh, people screaming and shouting random words in, in the middle of the night and they were kind of okay the police are coming but we will handle this you can keep on uh, with your partying and stuff I'm like Okay, <laughs> thank you very much. Oh. <laughs> that was that's very nice of you. Yeah. And yeah, they were very nice, and it, it's surprising, sort of how, um, as Stan was saying, like it's not just that they were cooperating with us; they were also very involved, and they were helping us out whenever we had a problem. And yeah, it, it was really cool. I think those are the two things that I that had surprised me most during the congress. Uh, okay. Um... 
if you could talk to the next congress organizers or the people that maybe hesitate like um or do we really want to do this or not um what would you say to them to just encourage them to do it or what you say to no don't do it never i would say then do it it's good it's it's the best thing you can do um it's a long run a very very long run but once you cross the finish line or the, the last few or the last a few hundreds meters are definitely worth it and once you cross the finish line then you will feel like the strongest and the fastest person in the world so definitely i would say to them yes it sounds hard it looks hard it is hard but it's worth it go for it and have fun and enjoy and learn yeah i can i can add to um, what kuba said that if somebody were to ask me like what i remember from my uni from my studies one of those will be the first thing will be GIA <laughs> and the second thing will be like organizing Congress because it's something big. It's something that takes a lot of time, but it's super fulfilling. It's super like, super like it's an opportunity to really discover yourself, but to develop, to like know how to work with other people, how to work, like how to organize work, like how to lead. I mean, there's so much stuff that, I mean, during lectures or like yeah regular classes that you knew you would never experience and that's something super useful as well in your life whatever you do like if some some people are like events planners and and then after after organizing congress but most of them don't but it's super useful uh in, in your life if you're organizing like your own i don't know projects trips uh organize meetings this there's something like there's so much stuff you learn and uh so that's kind of like a personal perspective but as well it's so nice that to like to later on meet people that attended your event and they really enjoyed it so this is all i wouldn't say i don't, I don't know what's more rewarding but this is also super rewarding that you see uh, like people enjoying they stay in your country learning something new and actually experiencing really EGEA. so you feel like it's something bigger than just your congress it's It's kind of like the the vibe, the the yeah, the vibe between people that like during those five days, four days they become friends, not not like coming without like not knowing each other. So uh this is this is something that you, you do and you keep this this spirit alive and I think this is super valuable. So uh yeah, if you feel as I said, like if you feel like do it, but if you feel it's too hard, then also I mean, it's also okay maybe to try to next year, for example, if you feel yeah. like more experienced the next year. Or, um, maybe, or you can always, yeah, help like friends. that. Yeah, go on, sorry, Martin. <laughs> yes. Yeah, maybe just get some friends if you think it's too hard for yourself. Uh, this is, I think, what we experience now. Uh, if you have a whole team, I mean, the whole Orga team now that we have, and we're still growing, I don't know, 15 people? <laughs> like, uh, of course, it's hard uh, to um keep an eye on everything but uh with this team i think it's nice because every everybody like has its position and its part and knows what he or she has to do and um 
I mean, we still have the you know, five months uh, to go. Um, we we still have like loads to do, um, but it seems seems to work. And I think it's only also because we have this team, and we regularly meet up and uh, just go for some drinks, uh, just like um, yeah, see who needs help and whatever. And um, for for us, this uh, worked well. Um, yeah, Jenna, do you want to encourage more people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, as you guys all have already said perfectly, it's an experience of a lifetime. And uh, yeah, it's such a rewarding experience that you always keep remembering. And it's also something that will definitely help you in the future to keep things into perspective as in for job for as like such as a job for example if you're in a job and you have to organize an event I mean you have experience of this and you have crazy experience because this is a crazy event so it's you're you're not going to be expected to organize parties during a work event but you've already experienced sort of uh an extreme and yeah I mean it's uh, valuable and it, you'll definitely learn a lot about how to uh, about anything from budgeting to program organizing to to uh, realizing that you're running out of uh, food or or drinks or, or so and you have to figure out a solution to that like problem solving skills and as uh, you you were saying Malta just if you feel inspired by any of the congresses that have happened or that you have attended before, just find a group of people that also have the same inspiration and motivation as you. And you can be creative. This is going to be your baby, basically, as has been mentioned before. You can just be creative and think about a, a random subject and try and connect this to so many things. And you can it can go wherever you want basically so yeah i i would i would highly recommend this and i if i could i would do it again <laughs> for sure nice all right uh yeah, maybe yes. last thing that came to my mind i can't kind of like an advice as because this is like a lot of work especially like the the, the phase that you have to prepare stuff there's a lot of like new things And uh, I would kind of advise to anyone that is organizing something like this to have a lot of empathy because their their tensions, uh, like people sometimes forget about stuff they had to do or some, yeah, and there's, and this is kind of not work. So it's kind of a bit different motivation, but it's always nice. It's also great that it's not work because there's different motivations based on friendship, based on like what we believe in what we want what like kind of this this kind of approach but there 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 are always t- tensions and it's hard sometimes it's hard to lead the team sometimes like there might be some tensions this is totally okay but it's just nice to never forget that you like with the other organizers are friends and uh, it also should be fun and should be as well like super based on friendship on like being nice being helpful um so this is kind of maybe the last thing I would advise to to Congress organizer. Oh yeah, there's China. Yes. more coming. Yes, 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 exactly. Because you actually reminded me of the one of the most important advices is that 
ask for help. <laughs> if you are thinking of organizing an event, there are so many people around you that already have been through this. And there is uh, the EPRA um, stand, <laughs> you know, more yeah, about this right now. Can explain what's, because what's, this is the position. So maybe yeah, yeah, I'm... yeah. I mean, that also your position (laughs) but there's the epra there's events team there's also all of the other teams that can actually help you it's a scientific um uh, the scientific program or or maybe making your event more green or it's just a lot of people in the have been through this and if not they haven't personally been through it they will know who you could talk to for help so uh, yeah Stan maybe you can clarify more your position uh, <laughs> I don't know like uh, yeah so like in in, in EGEA just for you guys to know we have certain positions in the board so like kind of the leading body and one of those is EPRA so event and PR advisor that actually advise um events organizers but mainly congresses and kind of is supporting them throughout the whole process um so there is always somebody that has some experience in this and is willing to help there there is like a lot of materials created by the previous congresses that you can make use of there are manuals for example there's this manual for congress organizers that is also super um super interesting and helpful so there are resources. It's not that you are on like left on your own. There is like a lot of people that are willing to help because yeah, this is like really EGS spirit, like really helping others when they need. Uh, so as as like as Chenna said, like don't forget there are people that are willing to help and that they would do it with like passion and the dedication. Nice. All right, people. Um, thank you for your time. Um, and if you as a listener um, still don't want to organize uh, a congress, uh, you can just uh, be a participant. So um, if you're not in EGEA right now, um, maybe take a look. You will find all the activities on our website. Um, and uh, yeah, it's free you don't need to do anything just um maybe take a look for your next entity um ask the contact uh, persons and um yeah i hope that um it was an entertaining hour for you uh you've learned a lot about the congresses and the gear itself and um yeah hopefully uh we will be able to see us soon and see you as a listener too soon um yeah guys do you want to add anything stan yeah yeah last last thing because it's never enough of advertisements so maybe you can advise like advise people to come to your congress then i can tell about the congress i'm helping with like helping to organize and there's also the annual congress so maybe this is also a nice possibility to just really like shortly explain what are the options so uh, the next Congress you can join is the Western Regional Congress uh, located in the northwest of Germany and organized by Gia Osnabrück and Gia Hanover. Um, and it's all about sustainable opportunities of shaping anthropogenic influences. So we will, for example, look at energy resources. I would like to tell you more but I don't want to spoil anything. So just like stay tuned and follow us on Instagram. Also follow the podcast on Instagram. Yes. Um, Stan, what is the next big thing 
as uh, I think you do know. Yeah, uh, I can tell for both congresses, but I'm not organizer of the AC, uh, but I'm helping to organize the next ERC that is going to take place um, in north northeast of Poland um, in the region called Mazury in Polish. And this is, a re- we call it like a uh, region of thousands of lakes because there are like thousands of lakes there, not surprisingly. <laughs> and uh, this place is like is well known in our country for sailing. It's like a summer destination. It's also very interesting because it has a lot of uh, complex uh, history um, because yeah, there are some, there, there are Polish people there, but it was a place that uh, as well a lot of Germans used to live and there's still some uh, so it's really diverse like as well Jewish people so it's really diverse I'm speaking of like history but as well um, of um, landforms and uh, so we will focus this year at this congress on our roots because of, like the main topic main theme is back to the roots um, so we'll try to discover kind of the roots of the region but as well we'll it will be a bit more of a personal trip uh, to like to discover as well your personality, some uh, networking, connection, uh, family, um, your tribe. So this this is our kind of our approach. Um, yeah, definitely you can find uh, more information uh, on our social media. I think we'll uh, add like all the links to the description of this podcast, so you can find it there. And lastly, we have the annual congress uh, that is going to take place in September. So still some time to go. And uh, the topic is related to rivers. The congress is going to take place uh, in Hungary by Donop, by the river. So there will be a lot of topics related to this. There will be uh, some swimming, some kayaking, uh, discovering some islands, discovering as well local Kishin culture. Um, They're still preparing it, so there's a bit less information about this Congress than for the others, but that's mainly this, and uh, definitely uh, we advise you to have a look at what they're preparing and follow their uh, social media. Okay, thanks, Dan, for the plan for (laughs) next year. Uh, Remember, we're talking about 2022, Uh, so if you listen listen to it in the future, um, yeah, just check our website and social media for more recent updates to congresses and events. Um, Yes. And and remember, 2023 is still free for applying to organize a next regional annual congress. Yes, great. Okay, everybody, do you want to add anything? Otherwise, um, yeah, thanks again for your time. Uh, Thanks again for listening and hear you somewhere in Europe.